Yes guys, it's Luke Telma and I'd like to welcome you to The Crunch. The podcast for health, fitness, mindset, success and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello Lean Team, I hope everyone is well. Welcome back to the podcast and today I have a very juicy topic which I think even the title will kind of get your brain going a little bit. Now, I'd say this isn't exactly controversial, but it is most definitely a topic which I know people have different opinions on. So let's get into it. So as you can see, do good and bad foods exist? Now, there's not one answer for this, and I'm going to try and explore as many as I can. But for the nature of this podcast and what I tend to do with people, which is to help get them lean, I'm going to be aiming more of my opinion around that as opposed to a generalized answer or opinion. So first of all, good and bad foods, you know, is it good to label foods good and bad? The answer to that is no. I don't think it's good to label foods as good and bad as a whole. I think it's very, very individualized and very personal of what you say is good and bad. And I don't think from a mental health or psychological perspective, it's good to list something as good or bad. Um, I think you should enjoy the foods that you enjoy and there shouldn't be a limitation on anything that you want to eat. So let me first get that out of the way. However, when we delve into this question a little bit more, it can get a little bit more open with what that looks like. So let me explain. It's very personal. I think when you're thinking about good and bad foods for you as an individual, you need to really think about firstly your goal. And I speak so much about goals, but in terms of good and bad foods, why does this matter? Well, let me put it to you this way. If you want to compete and you want to be Mr. Olympia, you wanted to, I don't know, go on stage as a female competitor, and I know a lot of you don't want to do that, but just as an example, that's going to require a lot more effort, discipline, and structure than it would do if you just wanted to lose five pounds in weight. And, you know, an even better example, if you wanted to lose 10 stone or you wanted to lose 10 pounds, again, this requires a much different level of effort, discipline, and, you know, awareness of what you're eating and what what you should and shouldn't be eating. So I think the first thing when you're determining good and bad foods is to firstly determine, again, what your aims and goals are. If it's just to, you know, eat a little bit healthier, then really you don't need to label things like that. However, if you're aiming to be on a stage or you're aiming to lose a a ton of weight in a, a certain time frame, then I think it's important to distinguish, you know, good and bad foods. So I feel like I may have contradicted myself there, or you may think that I am, so let me explain some more. What I'd say is there's a very big difference between categorizing food and labeling food. So as an example, for me, if I'm trying to get lean for a holiday, I probably wouldn't want to eat a Domino's pizza. One, because a large pizza, which is what I eat, is probably over 3,000 calories, And when I'm trying to cut for a holiday, my calories won't allow me to have that many in a day, let alone with one meal. So I would categorize that as for my goal and for what I want right now, that's a bad food to eat. 
Now, that doesn't mean that having a pizza is bad or it's a bad food. It just means in correlation to my current goal, it's a bad food to eat or a bad food to help you get lean, okay? If, on the other hand, I was going to say, I'm trying to get lean for my holiday, I'm going to have, again, very basic, chicken, rice, and broccoli. Now, I'd categorize that as a good food to eat because the calories are going to be relatively low, the nutrients are very high, and it directly correlates to my goal. So, in that sense, I don't think it's bad to label foods as good and bad, or in a better way of putting it, for your current goal, categorizing foods as good or bad. And I think this is where people go wrong. As soon as they think, oh, you shouldn't label foods good and bad, they kind of cut it off there. But what that does is that it lacks a little bit of discipline. And I think some people, and maybe yourself, if you're hearing this, needs to be a bit more black and white with yourself. You know, If you have a goal and you really want to achieve it, there's nothing wrong for that period of time to temporarily label foods as, right, this is going to be bad for my current goal, or this is going to be good for my current goal. There's certainly nothing wrong with that, and I think doing that can actually help you be more disciplined and have a bit more of an idea of what you should and shouldn't be eating. So another thing that you need to really think about with foods is have a think, you know, what what are you currently eating? Are you eating a lot of takeaways on the weekend? Are you drinking a lot of alcohol? And does this correlate and link to your goal? Does it help you get closer towards your goal? If it doesn't, I think we could both agree that it's not a good choice of food or drink to eat. Um, if Even if we compare, you know, drinks, if you are used to having a full fat Coke and you are trying to cut out, you know, processed food and reduce sugar intake, then that probably wouldn't be as good of a choice as having a water. So I think you get the point now. It's just really you know, important that you're disciplined with yourself and you understand for your goal what's better and what's worse. So I think what we could do and what I've done with clients is actually a little sort of exercise that I think you should try and it's going to hopefully help you understand in your diet what's good and bad for your goal. And as I said, that's temporary. doesn't mean it's always good or always bad, just towards what you're looking for. So what I want you to do is, if you've got like a piece of paper or something like that, or even just in your brain, have a try of this. So I want you to think about what your goal is first. Then I want you to think out of 10, how much effort that's going to require. So if it's just a few pounds, then maybe that's, I don't know, a three out of 10 for you. If you've got a really big goal and you want to tone up a load of areas and you want to lose a a ton of weight, it might be an 8 or 9 out of 10 for the amount of effort you need to put in. From there, I want you then to put in foods that you eat a lot of and then foods that you don't eat a lot of. And then once you've done that, categorize them. What would you say is good and bad towards your goal? So if you've got loads of food on there you think wouldn't be necessarily good for your goal, then list it as a currently bad food. If you list it as a currently good food and you think it's going to be good for your goal, list it as a good food. And then from there, it's a very easy process of elimination in this current time frame for your current goal, what food you should maybe ease off of or avoid or eat more of and implement more into your diet. This way it makes it very easy to determine right now what you should be eating. And I think writing things down is very handy. And when I work with people, you know, one-to-one or online, I always try and in people's check-ins, explain to them 
get things out of your head, you know, don't just think about what you need to be eating or shouldn't be eating, write it down, you know, make it real, look at it, have something that you can revert back to. And, you know, when people work with me, they always find that these little tips really help them stay on track and have a better understanding of their mindset towards nutrition and food and everything like that. And if this is something that you are interested in, whether it be working with me online or one-to-one personal training, feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram, leanwithluke, or drop me an email, leanwithluke at gmail.com. So back to it, what I'd like to sort of finish off here with is just kind of making you aware that sometimes good and bad has its bad points, but in the way that I like to talk about food, it's very temporary, it's very fluid, and it's all around your current scenario and what you're looking for. So don't be shy to tell yourself that this isn't good right now and this is good right now. And then when you're off plan or you're on holiday, you can go and smash all the foods that you haven't really been eating. And you know, because you're not on plan anymore, you can go and enjoy yourself. Or if you're not tracking or you don't really care, eat it, enjoy it. It's really not a problem. But let's be more disciplined. Let's be more precise and use that list if you've done that exercise or thought about it So when you go to lunch and you're picking foods, have a think about, is this a good or bad choice for me right now? When you're going shopping and you pick up certain foods and put it in your basket, think before you do that, is this good or bad for me and my goal right now? And I hope that this kind of distinguishes for you a better, easier route with food choices to enable you to get leaner and look better and feel better. So there we have it, guys. There is the crunch for today. As I said, a topic which people may agree or disagree with. If you have any comments for me on it, feel free again to drop me a message. I'd love to have a conversation about it. But overall, don't list foods as good as bad, you know, as a whole. I wouldn't do that. But when you're working towards something, don't be shy. Be a bit more disciplined and enjoy the foods as and when you require them not when you're trying to get lean. (laughs) So keep training mean, stay lean. Uh, Be ready for the next uh, episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed it, share it to someone that needs to hear this and I'll speak to you all very, very soon.